Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Attitudes were not favorable always toward the church and the teachings of the church. But nonetheless, the teachings of the church were considered to be the moral high ground. But no longer. You see, now what's happened is that the biblical morality is considered to be immoral. It's scary to think that the church has lost respect in the hearts of so many people. The church's views and opinions on things in today's world are more often than not perceived as wrong or straight-up immoral. So what are we to do about it? Well, that's just what Pastor Robert intends to teach us in today's message. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 12, as he begins his message, James Martyred. Let me begin today. We're going to have several questions. I'm going to walk you through a series of four questions from our text as we continue in the book of Acts. But I want to begin today with a rhetorical question. What happens when powerful politicians conclude that the gospel of Jesus Christ is a threat to their positions of power and control? Now, today, it's not going to be a political message. I determined a while back that I try not to really get in to politics, but there right now there's there's so much going on in our world, and it's impossible to ignore if we're going to actually read the Bible and study the Bible. So, as we consider today, Acts chapter twelve, that's where we are. Like I said, I'm going to deal with four questions, but the questions are related to persecution, God's protection. And our response to the persecution that I believe almost certainly lies ahead for us. And I'm going to show you evidence to support that statement. But Acts chapter 12 verse 1 says, now about that time, and again, this is talking about, you know, the first century when the very first Gentile church was beginning in Syria, in Antioch. About that same time when all this stuff was going on, Herod the king, who was there in Judea, in Israel, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. 
And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now, it was during the days of unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. You know, I hadn't even thought about it until just this very minute, but, you know, our Easter celebrations always coincide, maybe not exactly, but they're really close to Passover because Jesus, we know, was crucified at Passover. And the Feast of Unleavened Bread coincides. It's the same Passover celebration in the the week of, you know, the, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So that was the time of year. I promised you four questions. Well, question number one, what was Herod's motive? Why was Herod persecuting Christians? Why did he want to do that? I mean, why did he kill James? Why did he arrest Peter? What what got him started against the Christians? I'm going to give you a one-word answer. It was politics. Politics. Now, why do I say that? Well, because King Herod wasn't actually a king. King Herod wasn't really a king. See, he was a political appointee. Caesar gave him that position. He had no real right to it. He was one of, and I don't remember the exact term, but basically a a Roman governor in the region. And so he was dependent upon Caesar currying favor with the Roman emperor if he was going to keep that position of power and the wealth that came along with it. Because, I mean, come on, let's face it. That's what it was really about. The wealth, the power. So he needed to keep the Jews of Judea somewhat happy if he was going to maintain the peace and stave off any kind of civil unrest in Israel, which he needed to do, which he kind of had to do if he was going to hold on to that position. And it just occurred to me, that's exactly what we see happening in our world today. It's exactly what we see happening in the United States. Politicians need to at least placate the proponents of the new morality, unless they want to be canceled by the media and Hollywood. So, see, anyone teaching what the Bible says regarding moral conduct is already being painted as immoral. It's a complete reversal of the norms of the last two, three, four, five thousand years. I mean, when you look back just at the last two millennia, for the last two thousand years, the teachings of the Christian church regarding morality were considered to be the moral high ground. Now, there were people who rejected it and, you know, were just ugly about it. It's like, you know, a bunch of prudes. The attitudes were not favorable always toward the church and the teachings of the church. But nonetheless, the teachings of the church were considered to be the moral high ground. But no longer. You see, now what's happened is that the biblical morality is considered to be immoral. Now, if we say that what the Bible teaches, for example, the subject of sexuality, 
well, it's just, it's just considered to be bigoted to say that a man can't marry or should not be allowed to marry a man or a woman to marry a woman. It's like love is love. Only because you don't really understand love. And it's being redefined and it's being twisted. And, but, but see, for us to say that is now considered to be hateful and immoral even if we say it with compassion and gentleness. So I have very little doubt that we'll soon see politicians lining up to vilify Bible teachers. And we've given them a lot of ammunition, right? I mean, we have, no question about it. You know, it's something that I've been guilty of, being too harsh in the way I say things or whatever. We have to be careful that we don't give ammunition to our enemies to lie about us. You know, I predicted many years ago now that when the persecution starts, that those who persecute Christians won't come after us directly, but rather with subterfuge. In other words, they'll make up things about us, or they'll twist things. I saw a great example of it. Sadly, it was within the church, not from the outside. One Christian saying about another Christian something that wasn't entirely accurate. Max Lucado apologized to the homosexual community in this country. His apology was for what I just was talking about, being too harsh, being insensitive, being unloving. In the way he said some of the things that he has said over the years. In teaching what the Bible says about sex and sexuality, he felt that he had not been compassionate, had not been loving in his delivery, and so he apologized publicly. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 
5312730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 